Super Talk Mississippi media production. It's twelve thirty. Let's 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 get going. Welcome in to Thunder and Lightning's uh, podcast uh, uh, post game live. I'm a little I'm a little woozy, guys. You just have to forgive me. It is twelve thirty a.m. I fully expected to be asleep by now, but I am not. It's here. Uh, we are here live in the uh, press box at Davis Wade Stadium, following Mississippi State's season opening win, forty nine twenty three is the final score. Uh, as Mississippi State takes down Memphis, no real problems uh, for the Bulldog. A little sloppy phase there in the third, early fourth quarter, but 547 yards of total offense. Uh, a great night for Will Rogers, 450 in the air, five touchdowns. Defensively, you hold them under 300 yards, uh, held them to had, – I think only had 100 yards – uh, total offense at one point in midway through the third quarter, spread the ball around. I, there's a lot of positive to take away. Now, there's a there's a touch that we'll talk about maybe a little more in detail on the podcast. We'll, we'll just sort of focus on the uh, the positives here. I, State was in complete control of the game, led by as many as 32 points. Um, let Memphis back in it a little bit there towards the end, but when they had to sort of, you know, put the game away, State coming up with two late touchdown drives to, to, to put it out of reach. Good teams win, great teams cover. State got the cover uh, tonight, much of the chagrin of, of this one guy. You all know me. I'm a little salty sometimes. I'll, I'll hold a grudge. This guy last week said something about, uh, oh, uh, State's not going not gonna to cover. I just, I, just, I just held on to that tweet, and I got to put it back on him today. So that's good stuff. All right. I'll, I'll go the Mike Leach route. That's a short opening statement. Let's just jump right into it. Rob Hadaway with the first question of the 2022 season. What's up, Rob? What's up, Rob? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just waking up. Um, <laughs> how you doing, Brian? I'm good, Rob. Good, good to talk to you. Um, I, I, we were just discussing how we'd probably get home earlier after the LSU game in two weeks than we will after this one. That's a fair, That's fair, uh, uh, fair, assessment. fair assessment. I, uh... I felt like you said that this was a pretty dominant game. You know, once we got up 35-3, to three, was it? Um, mm-hmm. Like, there was no doubt up to that point. And then things slackened off, and, and, you know, there was a lot of people in the stadium that seemed to uh, seemed to not realize that we were up by as many points as we were. But um, why do we continue to make ourselves play Memphis every so often? There's, That's there's a good nothing question. good can come from it. I, I don't I – don't. <laughs> I think this series kicks back, back up in a few years. I'll have to double check. I, I think there's, a, there's another trip to Memphis and another another return game coming. Coming. I think it's like 28 or 29. I could be wrong. I'll double check it before did, the um, podcast. Did you happen to see a final on Arizona? I never paid it. I know they yeah, were I fairly handily. I put it in my uh, – uh, my article, which I hope you'll check out, supertalk.fm. Uh, final score from um, uh, San Diego, Tom Diog. Uh, final score was 38-20. And that's a, that includes a touchdown that San Diego State got on a block punt, where uh, if your little ones are listening, I'm sorry, but the punt hit the uh, back right in the and. So it was a touchdown. So Arizona looked pretty good. Pretty good. If you wheel. If you wheel. If you wheel. Exactly. So, um, yeah, 38-20 was the final there. Final. The only other thing I wanted to point out was, um, you know, we we apparently had the ending of a long-time tradition tonight. Um, and, of course, I'm referring to the Bulldog Shuffle. Uh, any comments on its passing? I didn't notice the Bulldog Shuffle was out. We'll have to – we'll talk to Red, Red Hobart and see, uh, see what, what's going on there. We'll figure it out. All right. So – 
right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. Have a safe trip home. All right. Take care. Let's go to our other of our longtime friends, Justin Strong. See what he's got to say. Justin, what's up, man? Hey, Brian. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. Glad to have you back on the uh, on the post game with us here. No, no problem. Uh, that was fun. At least I thought it was fun. Well, you live up in that area too, so you 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 know you might have somebody that you need to talk to tomorrow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've got plenty of people that were pretty feeling their oats after last year. Uh, so, really quick, one, one question: Why is the self-proclaimed number one source for Mississippi State including Memphis? <laughs> <laughs> I get a kick out of out of accounts like that. You know, people who just they normally just retweet uh, Mississippi State people like myself or, or Robbie or, or Steve or whoever. This guy, if you look at his Twitter feed, he only retweets Yankee stuff, but he is the number one source uh, for Mississippi yeah. State football. So no idea why he didn't know what was going on. Uh, later in the game, though, to answer his question, Justin Robinson caught a touchdown. And Justin Robinson's running thirteen. Leach, yeah. you know. Eight, eight receivers was enough for him until the game got out of hand, I guess. Uh, yeah, I just kind of thought that was funny. I just want to ask you about that. So appreciate it. Was it was enjoyable. Oh, also, hey, Ryan, uh, I hear you got a podcast going. Congratulations no, on that. The so. shameless plugs. <laughs> and also, I also hear that his podcast partner is very handsome. So good luck on that. So. Well, we'll, we'll see if I, can, well. if I can confirm that, that news. Well. There we go. There we go. All right. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it, man. All right, we're going next to Kenneth Graham. Let's see what Kenneth has to say. Kenneth, thanks for joining me on the on the uh, post game show. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Man, it's going good. What you got for me? Uh, I got two statements and one question. Uh, okay. One, I think uh, Jet Z- Johnson should be uh, teaching open field tackling to all these. That was a great play. <laughs> twice, twice yeah. he stopped a drive that would have got a first down. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, the pass that Simeon Price caught, I thought was pretty telling. He caught it in the, in the amount of speed. He, that dude got around that corner and he just went fast. Yeah, that, he's that, got some speed for sure. That was pretty uh, impressive for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third thing, the question I have is, I, I kind of like that we had more downfield passes. Do you mm-hmm. think that's more from uh, kind of like uh, we've got more receivers now, or is it just uh, Will Robinson? Uh, Will's gotten better at reading those downfield passes because we had two good ones. One was a 33-yard to uh, – What's the newer guy? Golly, I can't remember. It's 33 yards anyway. Ended mm-hmm. up right there around the three-yard line. And then the other one. I'll, I'll let you All right. Thanks, Kenneth. Appreciate it. I think the answer to your question is a little – it's a combination of both. State does have a lot of talented receivers, but I think the biggest thing for Will is he just has a little more trust in his arm. If, if you kept up with what we were saying for scrimmages, Will was you – know, we kept saying that Will's fitting that ball in the tighter windows. I think – Will's never going to be the guy who can throw the ball 50, 60 yards down the field. You know, you know. To, I hate to talk about him, but, you know, a Matt Corral type of, of arm. But he is definitely going to be accurate in those intermediate routes, in those 30-yard, 40-yard routes. He can hit those routes with relative ease. And I think he's got a little bit more confidence in his throwing arm this year than, than he had in years. I think he has a lot more confidence just in himself, top to bottom, you know, in the way he's going to run this offense, is I would say. One of our and I was going to mention – uh, uh, 
Brian, that uh, Hayden Hughes, since we're talking about the receivers, mm. actually mentioned that they looked very explosive when they got into a rhythm. I, I agree on that. That's what we've sort of been crying out for, isn't it? That that yeah. you know, turn the short plays into long plays, and State had a few of those tonight where you know, Arara Thomas, Tulu Griffin were able to take a quick pass and turn it into a 15, 20-yard game. That's what's going to make this offense even more explosive, yeah. not necessarily and, and, just taking shots down the field. And we have a question. Uh, any concerns yeah. with the corners giving up big plays? And the it's second- late in the game. Yeah, yeah late that, in the game. Yeah. I, I, I just think – a lot of it is the fact that, I mean, it's 12.30 right now. It's 12.38. I mean, at some point you're just tired. And, you know, I, I know what you're going to say is like, you know, well, what if this game had been against LSU or Old Miss or something? You know, what are you going to do? I think once State had the game in hand, they did let they let the gas off just a little bit, and, and you're playing that late at night. I, th- I think it's just some, some mental fatigue. More than I, I'm not overly concerned. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah. If, if, there, if it happens again, you know, it's a trend. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, we were cruising. We looked like we were about to just pound them. I, I thought like, it was going like to be like said. 49 to 3 or something like yeah. that for a second. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right, let's move on to one of our favorite guys from last year, Kivas Wright. He's a rumbling guy as well. Kivas, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining me. What's going on, Brian? How's it going? Man, it's going good. Back in the saddle one more time this year. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, great game. Like I said, great game tonight. Uh, second half was left to be desired, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I also noticed three, not not many penalties tonight either for, from us. I think like three or four maybe. Uh, let's see here. Uh, State had five penalties for 55 yards. Uh, one of them is obviously the unsportsmanlike conduct on Rufus Harvey. I had some people ask me about that. It's the ball spin. That is an automatic 15-yard penalty. If you spin the ball, if you throw the ball on the ground and spin it, uh, that's automatic 15 yards. So that's yeah, that's one of the that, penalties. Yeah, that's dumb, though. But I understand that. But like I said, great game. You know, still got to put two halves, two good halves together, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I think they will keep us. It's just, like I said, having that, that long right two hours and 14 minutes, and then you're up 35 to three. It would be really tough. Even Saban would struggle, I think, to keep his team focused and motivated in that situation. Well, that's true, too. And uh, two nominations for no coffee. The Pac-12. The Pac-12. Pac-12, for sure. Utah and Oregon. That's that's my two nominations. (laughs) I'm down. I'm down. We'll see. We'll see who gets no coffee tomorrow, but they will... They will definitely be uh, a couple of the uh, the contenders for sure. Thanks, Davis. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, let's go to Andy Sparks. Let's see what he's got for us. Andy, welcome to the post game show. Oh no, our first one. We're not gonna get him. Come on, Andy. Come on, Andy. Oh, he just you had muted. It for a second there. Unmute yourself. There you go. Come on, Andy. Andy, last chance. Are you there? All right, man, try again. If you want to get back in the queue, we'll be happy to talk to you. Uh, let's go to Russell Applewhite, who is uh, on the queue here now. Russell, what's going on, man? Hey, Brian, just want to say, looked into it. Looks like Mississippi State's going to Memphis in the year 2028. Oh, okay. So you go ahead and brace yourself for that one, guys. I will not be going after going 0 for 2 and being there last year for both those games. Hey, man. Can't, I will not hold that, that again. And also, there's uh, Drew Parsley. Now, now he wants to speak. He didn't want to speak earlier, guys. Now he's talking to 
No, it looks no, like I, said, I said something just a minute ago. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Every time you disappoint me. Every time. Man, I still love you. Go ahead with your uh, your question, Russell. Well, I just want to see, uh, say that the uh, the gaps between Quavius Marks and Dylan Johnson to the third to the next guys in line seem to be better than last year with Simeon Price and Bill Hargrave coming in after when Marks yeah. was injured. Yeah, no, that's that's. I mean, you had a couple walk ones last year. You had Omni Wells and JJ Jernigan back there. Right. And now you've right. got a couple of scholarship guys. Price showed you tonight what he's capable of. When we saw Hargrove in the spring and saw him uh, in the fall before he got hurt, he looked really solid. Uh, looked like he was a, he's a quality player. So we'll see what happens with him uh, when he gets uh, healthy and can get back into the field. But yeah, State definitely has some quality. I mean, we, we've we've talked a lot about the depth they have at the receiver position. They've got it at the uh, the running back position too. So that's a good point. Thanks, Russell. Appreciate it, man. Hey, we got we got two two good questions in the chat. Uh, do you think we will continue to draw up as many run plays moving forward, or do you think that was just part of the specific game plan for Memphis from Sam Taylor? That's a question. That's a good question. I think that State ran the ball. It says 34, but four of those are Will Rogers sacks. So, so 30 rushes though for Mississippi State. That's a lot. That's a lot for Mississippi State. Uh, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that once they got to 35 to three, they wanted to, to try to take the gas off a little bit. But I do think that you're, we've been talking about it for the past few months that, you know, I think you're going to see a little bit more running game from Mississippi State. Johnson averaged 4.8 yards to carry tonight. Mark's only averaged three, but he did have the two touchdowns. Well, a funny little thing here. State was sitting on 99 yards rushing. And that's when Will Rogers got sacked for the first time and knocked them down. To, to 91 yards rushing, and they never got back to 100. They were so close to having 100 yards rushing total and, and didn't get it. What's the other question from the chat? Uh, we got uh, how much of the offensive line success is attributed to the talent gap or to the abilities of the unit? Well, I mean, this unit a year ago didn't have its best day against Memphis. Memphis was able to get some pressure on them. Uh, this is a relatively inexperienced Memphis defense, so I think you probably have to look a, a great deal at what the talent the gap is. But I mean, I thought they played well overall. They only gave up the one sack in the game. Um, I, I, I don't think you. I, I thought they played about as as good as you could have hoped for. I mean, state with over 547 yards of offense, you'll you definitely take that. So, all right, let's go back to the to the, uh, to the uh, speakers. We'll go to Scott Ming next. Scott, what's up? Oh, not much, Brian. I just had a couple things just uh, sure. paper-wise just to say. It's uh, good to be back here in the in the live room. Yeah. College football is back. Yes, it is. And dogs win again. There you go. And that's all I got to say, man. It's great, all right, Scott. great listening to you and everything. See you, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, let's go to Edwin Kennard. He's been on the he's been on the line for a while. He's he's moved up and down the queue, but I'm going to go ahead and bring him in. Edwin, are you there? Oh no, Edwin, are you Come there? On, oh, Edwin. No, no, I'm here. I'm here. There he, he is. Did there it. he is. He did it. What's going on? I want What's to up, brother? say thank you for doing this. It really yeah. keeps me going. Um, also, I've got a nomination for. Um, no coffee. I'm Let's hear it. Iowa. Ooh, that's a good choice. That yeah, would be that might be the first one, Edwin, if I ever if I took Iowa, they might be the first one to get no coffee that won the game. 
Wow. <laughs> I'll think about it. Though. They, they, they definitely deserve it. Yeah, and also, um, do you think that, I know you said something about the running plays. Do you think that was more of, was it more of Will just being more comfortable kind of checking, you know, what the defense was giving? Or mm-hmm. um, do you think we're going to see this going forward more out through, through the years for, you know, more consistent, you know, just running plays? Right. I, I think you're on to something there because we've talked about that with, with Leach and, and, you know, and Will has the, the authority to check into running plays. So if he comes up there and he sees guys – he thinks they're going to be dropping into coverage. It's, he's going to he's going to check into those running plays. So, the thing with state is this: it's not so much about the yards they get running the ball. It's just about are they willing to run the ball? They have to be willing to show defenses they're they're, they're going to take some running chances because if they don't, that's when everybody's just going to drop eight on you. So, if state's going to run the ball twenty plus times, or in this case thirty plus times, defenses have to be more honest, and that's how you end up with Rogers completing seventy eight percent of his passes, well over ten yards per completion. And five touchdowns to one pick. And that that's the key. Thanks, Edwin, man. I appreciate it. All right, I got one more question before you go. Yeah, yeah go um, ahead, go ahead. Does this uh, does this game does it does it change your outlook as far as you know going forward for the season, or we need to see more? No, nothing really changes for me. This is the kind of ex- uh, game I expected from Mississippi State. I expect them to win and win relatively easily. Uh, next week, you know, I said. A couple weeks ago, I think I said that I think State should win that game easily. But Arizona looked pretty good today. They look like a different team. So next week will be a good barometer. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Thanks, right, everyone. I appreciate it, man. All right, man. I'll tell you one thing that changed. We yeah. might have a green room next week. There's a hundred and something people in here right now. we got some crazy people in here. I can't wait for next week to do this this postgame show at 2 a.m. <laughs> I may do it live from Waffle House. So I, may, I may just see oh. if they can they can accommodate we'll see what happens all right let's go to back to the speakers let's talk to thomas fowler thomas are you there thomas come on john cash thomas are you there yeah you got me yeah we're good let's go man what's up sorry sorry no no problem no problem it's, it's hard to figure out the mute button all the way in houston texas um Hey, what about yeah. what about the O line, brother? We we're not talking about dollar bill, are we? So I think it's okay. That's the key, right? You you don't ever want to talk about the offensive line, and you only do it when they do something bad. Dollar bill was really good tonight. I thought the offensive line, by and large, was good tonight. State had a lot of holes in the running game. Uh, I think they're going to do a better job with. I think Marks and Johnson need to do a little bit better job of, of sometimes letting the play develop. Those guys are, are so quick to the hole, and I appreciate that. You know, they're trying to they're trying to get yardage. But I, I told Robbie Faulkner, if, I, if those guys had a little more Le'Veon Bell in them and just let the play develop, maybe bounce outside, states could states be a little bit more successful in the running game. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to tell them, you know, just dance around back there. But at the same time, I felt like there were a couple of opportunities that not missed is the right word, but they, they had chances to make some bigger runs. I thought, but the offensive line, by and large, only one sack and 547 yards of offense. What else can you ask for? So that's good stuff to, from, be- from them. Be- beautiful. And one more thing. Yeah. One, just one guy on defense, and I love him for what he is, and it's Jet Johnson. Great player. Really good player. I'm interested to talk to Richard Cross on Monday because he, he voted Jet. Uh, he had him on his second team All-SEC team, and I, I sort of I gave him the side eye for that. But maybe Richard was on to something there. I know you guys, you know, they're maybe not the biggest fans of Richard in the world, but he, he, he was on Jed Johnson uh, back in July when we were at SEC Media. So thanks, Thomas. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate hey, we got a couple, couple sure. of good questions in the chat. 
Sure. Uh, is there a concern with the special teams' coverage? They did give up some yards. My bigger concern was the inability to kick the ball into the end zone. You guys know that that's a pet peeve of mine, um, and, and State didn't do a good job of that. There were some returns tonight that as you get into SEC play, that'll be a problem. So, yeah, I would say that that is a, you know, not a huge concern, but something that you want to look at going forward for sure. And then uh, what about the any worries about the pass rush? Uh, we seem to get pressure, but no sacks. That was my, my biggest, if, if I were going to you know, find a negative tonight, is that State, only one sack for Mississippi State. Um, I thought they would have more th- than that. Um, I didn't think State did a great job of rotating linebackers. You know, they, 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 they got the guys in on the defensive front. You know, they, I think they, were, they had Young, Pickering, Davis, Charlton, uh, Russell. Those guys all played. But I think only four linebackers played snaps tonight before the last drive. State's got to do a little bit better job of, uh, of, of, of rotating guys out and keeping guys fresh, especially in a situation where we're playing until you know, 12, 12 o'clock at night. So, yeah, the, the pass rush was something that caught my eye that I thought they would have a little bit more success with for sure. And the last question from Andy mm-hmm. Sparks, who said he was having an issue with the mute button. It's fine. Uh, both Tulu and Rufus seem to have similar body types and skill set. Mm-hmm. What goes in the decision to play one in the slot and one in the outside? Great question. All right, moving on. I, I don't know the answer to it. But I, yeah, Tulu Griffin, to me, is built like the most prototypical slot receiver you've ever seen. But he's not. He plays outside for whatever reason, so... Yeah, but you know what? I mean, Rufus Harvey tonight, five catches, 61 yards on a touchdown. Tulu Griffin tonight, five catches, 60 yards, no touchdown. I mean, you talk about similar body types. There's similar production. I think State will take that all season long uh, from those two guys. All right, let's go to Josh Watson, the speakers. And then we're gonna, uh, we'll are we go ahead and call it a night after the next two we have in the queue. So Raleigh, Cadenhead, and then I can't wait to talk to Big Swole, Justin Cole. Uh, they'll finish us out here tonight. Justin, what's going on, man? Hey, man. We're back again. Oh, Josh, what's up, man? Yeah, we are back for another year. We are back. So, uh, I will say, we talked about this in the rain delay a little bit. With the uh, looked like we got off to a much more this year than we have in the years past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not many penalties. It, a small sample size, obviously. Right. But at least in the first quarter of the rain delay, very crisp start. Like uh, they came out with the game plan and they executed. Um, second half, kind of, you know, not what on here, but still, what twenty-six point win. <laughs> um, hard to argue with that. But uh, again, on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so y'all have to kind of go to more of a balanced attack. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw more like not really 50 50, but in all or is that just kind of it's just straight up Memphis game? Justin, re- repeat that question. You broke up there on me. Oh, sorry. So, like, we didn't really see like straight fifty-fifty as far as the uh, as far as fun pass, but we mm-hmm. saw really close to it. Do you think that's mm-hmm. going to be something that we're going to see the rest of the season, 
or is that just something we're trying to I mean, I think it's part of it is, is you were up 32 at one point, yeah. and you ended up winning by uh, by 26. So I think that's that's a big part of it. But I, I, I do think that the running game is going to be, you know, Johnson and Marks had a combined 26 carries. You know, Price gets four carries there at the end of the game, and then you have the four carries of Will Rogers. So, I mean, all I'm really looking at is what Johnson and Marks do and 26 carries. I mean, that's not, that's that's a good number uh, for them. So, I mean, that's 26 uh, attempts rushing to 49 attempts uh, passing for Will Rogers. So, uh, you know, we're, we're two and a half to one is about where we are, almost two to one. That's a good balance, I think, for Mississippi State in this in this particular offense. So I, I don't think it's I don't think State will run the ball 34 times next week. I certainly don't think they'll run it 34 times against LSU because I think that game will be close. But they, they are going to run the football more than they, they have in in the past couple of years. So. so last thing, yeah, uh, I'm leaving tomorrow, going to your favorite city in the United States, Las Vegas. That's down for you. Put put uh put fifty on the Saints to win the Super Bowl for me. Woo! I'll Venmo you. I'll Venmo you the money. That's a bold move, Cotton. We'll see. Let's what do happens. it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Uh, let's move on here. We got two more speakers. Let's go to Raleigh Cadenhead. Raleigh, are you there? Hey, Brian. What's up, man? Hey, I've got two quick questions. One is Antonio Harmon going to be the guy that pops off in the first game, and we don't see him the rest of the year? <laughs> that, we thought that was going to be Ra Ra Thomas last year, and then we ended up seeing quite a bit of him. Uh, towards the end of the season. He looked pretty good tonight. You know, big, big target for Mississippi State. State threw 12 different receivers tonight. Nine of them had more, three or more catches. So, yeah, uh, I don't know if we'll see more of him every game, but I think he'll be a part of this offense for sure. Yeah. Uh, my last question is I think you tweeted it out earlier about us filling in uh, one of the 10 o'clock spots for the uh, Pac-12, what mm-hmm. network is the game going to be broadcasted on next week? Do you know? Next week, the game is on FS1. FS1 okay. is where we will be playing Mississippi State versus Arizona. All right, so get ready for that. We'll be going into the third quarter maybe about this time. Next week. <laughs> That's exciting. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. All right, appreciate thanks, it, Brian. Oh, man, no, no problem. Before we uh, get to our last guy, Justin, Justin, are you, are you champion of 901 Wrestling still? Oh, don't don't leave me hanging. Come on now. Unmute. Unmute. I, I figured it out, brother. Okay. Are you still champion? So currently I am the uh, Memphis Wrestling Tag Team Champion uh, for a CW30 show that we have. Uh, our team okay. Yeah. For CW30 Wrestling, is that what it's called? Well, it's uh, Memphis Wrestling is what it's called. Memphis Wrestling. All right, if you'll hold on for a second here. Introducing one half. Of the Memphis Tag Team Champions, Big Swole, Justin Cole. Yes, sir. I'm just going to start. I've been wanting to do that my whole life. Uh, Whoever don't invite me to the tailgate is getting body slammed. Let's do it. What's up, man? So just a couple questions. Yeah, I I, I just got home from a show, and uh, I was watching on my iPad during the show, and it seemed like tonight we did a good mix of that. The, the biggest question for me is, is that mm-hmm. you know tonight there wasn't 
really a whole lot of questions. We ran the ball. We passed the ball. We, we, we shut Memphis down. We had them pretty much beat until, you know, we let them score a couple late touchdowns. But other than that, you know, is is exactly what we would want to be uh, for an open night game against it's exactly what it should have been last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that says more than anything uh, than just another lackluster close game or uh, us not scoring points. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you, especially, you know, the first half, State couldn't have scripted that any better, the way they dominated the first half. And then to go into the second half, you end up winning comfortably. You, you spread the ball around to all your receivers. You kept it. it the other thing is, you know, not wood. I, I hadn't seen any, but no injuries. You, could, you couldn't have asked for a better opening game. From this state. I mean, you would have liked for it to have been, uh, you know, maybe a little bit more of a blowout in Oregon than that last touchdown from Memphis. Maybe you like to avoid that. But – you couldn't have asked for much more from Mississippi State. Still covered the spread, so I made some money. There you go, boss. Appreciate it. All right. I will do everything in my power to get this squeaky door uh, taken care of. That is brutal. They got to get some WD 40 on that door. That is, they got to do something with that. Other than that, you sickos, we'll see you next week about three in the morning uh, for another post game show, and we will have Thunder and Lightning. Robbie and I will record uh, tomorrow, or I say tomorrow afternoon. This afternoon, Ryan, are you spraying something? What's going on there? Oh, I was spraying something. My bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't want to know what it is. All right, guys, we'll talk to you again very, very soon. And uh, podcast will be up uh, tomorrow afternoon as soon as we can get that going. And, uh, yeah, talk to you again. Good night, guys. Appreciate it. Talk Mississippi Media Production.